Hi there. Welcome to the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. I'm Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio. Amber West with the Rome Floyd Chamber. And Amber and I are pleased to welcome you to the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight, which of course is uh, presented by uh, Hardy Realty. Uh, we are broadcasting from our Hardy Realty studios and we work in partnership with the Rome News Tribune. We are joined today by Sarah Long of PSI and Rocky Shaw of JBM. It's an acronym edition of, uh, or initial edition. I guess those aren't acronyms since they don't spell a word, but they are, it's an initial edition of uh, Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. First of all, can everybody hear me? Hey, how are you? Can you hear me? All right, good morning. And uh, for those of you listening to the podcast, just to, so you know, we are conducting this via Zoom. So you're going to recognize different audio from different sources because we are social distancing and not in the same locations. So people are on their phones and computers, but in this day and age, we're just used to the difference of audio. But because I'm your podcast host, I've got the professional audio. So <laughs> I, I've got the nice microphone. That's just life. Deal with it. Um, so first of all, um, thanks for joining us. Uh, Sarah, let's start with you. Um, Sarah, tell me a little bit about PSI. What does it stand for and what do y'all do? That type of stuff. Yeah, um, so PSI Background Screening, we were founded in 1998 as Private Security and Investigations. And then over the years, we had changed our name to Professional Screening and Information um, and had always gone by the acronym PSI. So people began to know us as PSI. Um, we were founded by Dr. Greg Sumner, which a lot of people in the Rome area um, are familiar with. He works, uh, of course, at Georgia Highlands College and has done a lot for the business community here in Rome. Um, and he founded us in 1998 on the uh, principles of professionalism, service, and integrity. Um, and so while we're obviously not the largest background screening firm in the U.S. or even in the area, of Georgia, we really strive to provide that professionalism, service, and integrity in everything we do. Um, so we provide background screening services for companies anywhere from hospitals to nursing homes, uh, law enforcement. We actually do the background checks for the state police academy system here in Georgia for those applicants putting themselves through the academy. Um, we work with uh, several local municipalities, uh, government agencies, and we help them from doing everything such as references, verifying uh, past employment, uh, checking criminal history information, um, checking different sanction searches, particularly for our healthcare clients. They need to make sure those people are able to bill Medicare and Medicaid and haven't defrauded the government in any way. So uh, we provide a lot of important services to allow people to know who they're hiring and that that person is not going to pose a risk to their organization. What's well, interesting, not only do you have the uh, the official uh, PSI, what it stands for, you took those initials and added kind of a motto of what you want the business to yes. stand for. That's interesting. Um, we're, again, we're going to circle around the room and cover a lot of topics. So, uh, Rocky, uh, tell me a little bit about you guys over at JBM. Well, uh, so, so uh, Rocky Shaw representing JBM. I also, so, also she's tough. Sorry, I'm tongue-tied this morning. It's okay. Uh, also a chamber ambassador. Um, I'm going to have to go a little bit. I'm not as – Sarah gave me a hard to, a road to follow there with a good introduction with history there. Uh, but about, I've been doing this for about 15 years. Uh, we specialize in multifunction printers. 
Uh, a lot of our big de- demands are very custom needs. Uh, people come in, I go into different places looking how we can save them money as far as their print, their copy, their scan, what they might be outsourcing, uh, how they communicate to their customers. In a lot of cases, not even stuff that they print. Um, a lot of my customers have do uh, scan the email now. Scan the email is huge. Uh, they just simply take the document, throw it in there, scan it over, replace the fax. Uh, half of my customers, uh, 90% don't have fax anymore. The fax line is just gone. They, they need straight to scan the email. It's really rare when someone says to me, I need a fax line. Um, or I do a fax. We, we offer them still, but, but it's rare. Um, that, that kind of really sums up what we do on a daily basis uh, as far as printers. We do uh, full service. Um, we've been doing the, the, the continuous service through the whole time during the pandemic as well. I'm, I'm often interested in sometimes as life goes on and we make progress and technology changes things, some things go away, but some things replace it. You know, like you mentioned, okay, no more in faxing, but now scanning. Um, you know, I remember when, when, uh, 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 just going way back, uh, there was a concern when they developed ATMs that t- bank cashiers would go away, but they haven't, you know, or when the, when cable TV happened, movie theaters would go away. Of course, now we're in the pandemic and everything's, you know, nobody's going to the movies right now, but, um, so it's, it's just interesting. And we'll circle back around on the technology to you. Uh, let's get to Amber from the RFCOC, the Rome Floyd Chamber of Commerce, which is, since we're in an, an initial show, uh, how are things going at the chamber here the last week or two? Amber, how are y'all doing? We are doing great. We're doing virtual meetings still. We have a couple things coming up this week with some great speakers. Everybody can always check our website for any events that are going on. So we're really excited about that. And we are keeping up to date on our COVID page still because now it's, you know, while the pandemic is still going on. There's still resources out there for turning to work and financial along those lines. So there, that COVID page is always a great place to go. So tell me about our two guests today from the chamber perspective, Sarah and Rocky here at uh, PSI and JBM. I'm, I'm just loving the initials. <laughs> well, Rocky is one of our ambassadors. So he is all the time, all around. I think probably the chamber is one of his second homes because we have him here for so much, but he comes to ribbon cuttings and things like that, which is just wonderful. We enjoy having them. And Sarah, that PSI has been a member for a very long time. So Sarah, some on, on background checks. Um, so you're looking into criminal activity and educational background experience. Are you just really confirming? And what, what are red flags um, that would prevent that? Would you would go to somebody and say, Oh, this is a bad seed. Don't, don't hire this person. Yeah, well, that's a very good question. And actually, um, as part of what we do um, by our professional organization, the Professional Background Screener Association, we don't actually advise clients on what they should not hire someone for. Um, But usually a background check will start out with the criminal portion of the background. And, you know, we're looking for any felony or misdemeanor information that that person may have. Um, and, of course, we follow the federal laws and state laws as far as what we're able to report um, within that the final report that we issue to our clients. And sometimes they may call with questions about, like, what does this mean or, you know, um, 
you know, what is this? What should I do with this? And we always refer our clients to, you know, contact their legal counsel so they make sure that they're making those decisions with a legal background in place. Um, but the we do the criminal background portion, uh, which is a lot of what might rule someone out from being able to be hired. But also we do a lot of credentials verifications, as you mentioned, the education the reference checks, um, but education is one of those areas where they most often find that people um, may be falsifying their resume or application. You know, we've done things from like electrical engineers that said they had, um, you know, a master's in electrical engineering that didn't even possess a bachelor's of that that degree type. So, you know, we've been able to help clients rule those people out and make sure that people have the credentials that they say they have so that they can feel confident in knowing that they're hiring a person that will fit the role that they, you know, made requirements for. What are you legally allowed to find out about people? Um, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm, curi- I'm curious about know, this. I don't know why. I'm just curious yeah, about this. <laughs> I've been in the business for 15 years and I will tell you as far as like what's available out there is much more restricted than it used to be, which is actually a good thing. You know, there's been a lot more restrictions put in place to protect our privacy, but that has also changed the way we do things as a business and the way we have to go about accessing information. So um, typically in any court within the U.S., you can send in a researcher and they can go in and pull like felony and misdemeanor information Um, which has actually posed a a situation for a lot of companies getting delayed background checks during the pandemic because so many courts do require an in-person visitor to come run the searches. So we've had some delays out of areas like New Jersey and Delaware and Kentucky where the court systems completely shut down and were not allowing those in-person visitors. Um, So you can get that information. You can find out about their education credentials. You can uh, verify their employment, uh, usually by calling the employer. There are some third-party verification services we use as well, like Equifax maintains a lot of employment data for employers like Walmart and Kmart and large organizations like that. So we get it from a variety of sources. Um, And depending on what your specific needs are as a business, we can customize it. Maybe you just need the criminal report, but maybe you're hiring a doctor and you need education and references and professional license. Right. Um, So we can go even further with those. Yeah. So so if somebody tells you they they graduated from Rome High or Berry College, you can call the school and they can say that as a graduate. They can't tell you their GPA, but they can confirm. They can confirm. (laughs) Interesting. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, and we go a step further, too, to also verify that they got it from an accredited organization as well so that you make sure it's not just a what they call a diploma with, a diploma meal where you can just buy a degree. You have to actually, you know, have earned the degree through the accreditation. Right, yeah. Man, all kinds of people, – people will do all kinds of stuff, won't they? They'll try to get away with stuff, don't they? <laughs> yes, I've seen a lot of it. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, Rocky, I forgot to ask you when we were doing the original circle, uh, when we were live here on the podcast, uh, what the JBM stands for. Jared's business machine. Okay. And we, we talked before we, we started the podcast about, it's interesting how, you know, when a, a business is known by their initials or an acronym, you know, people don't really know you as Jared's business machines in Rome, but you did say maybe up in Dalton, they do. 
Yes, that's correct. So, it, so they, they just know you by the initials in Rome, but they kind of know what you do just because of the course of time. They know what you do, right? Yes, and, and people used to, they know what I do. I've been uh, working in this community doing this uh, particular uh, field of job for 15 years now, so. Uh, and so, uh, I joked with you again, before we went on the air, like people put so much stock in a name, but if you continue to just do the work under that brand, whatever it is, like my background is television. And the example I use is the television show 60 minutes. Well, what does that title mean? If you've never seen the show, it just means it's on for an hour. You have no idea what it is, but the work itself. Okay. We know that's a news magazine show after all of these, you know, decades, uh, in American culture. So the same thing with your brand there in Rome. People know what you do because of the good work you've done all of these years. Is that fair to say? Oh, absolutely. If people remember nothing else, I, I never, I don't care if they know the name JBM or not. As long as when they hear JBM, that they they equate that to excellent customer service and the excellent service that they've had. Tell me about some of the, we were talking about technology. Tell me about, uh, you mentioned fax machines that kind of gone away. Do you still have eight track tape players? I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> cause, cause I've got a, you know, a whole bunch of REO Speedwagon eight track tapes from my high school years. Um, but, but what, what has been the biggest shift in technology over the last 15 or 20 years from your business? Is it, is it the, the multi-purpose machines? Is it the scanning? What, what, what would you say has perhaps been the biggest change for you? Well, it is probably scanning has been the at the front runner of what everybody wants to move towards technology because everybody wants to go. I've heard this in the whole 15 years I've heard we're going paperless. Mm. Uh, I've never saw anyone achieve that or even close to that in the 15 years. Uh, we, we just seem to be tied to paper no matter what in, in some form. It, it, it may be less paper. But I have not saw paperless. Uh, as far as that goes, when it's scanned the email, that becomes very important because it's speed of how, you know, I, I can take a sheet of paper and I can put it in that scanned email. You can have it within, you know, let's say 20 seconds if our internet providers are, you know, on par. Uh, and you have that document. You can go to do whatever you need to. If it be, be a prescription for the pharmacist or anything like that. Um an ID check, something like that that has the driver's license copies, something, you know, things like that that needs to be transferred quickly. Um, then uh, as far as, obviously, colors becoming become a standard. Most people, very few people want just a black and white machine anymore. Oh, that's true. I, I would not have thought of that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So um, that's a big thing. And then as technology has kind of evolved around uh, copiers, even including SSDs now, uh, which are solid state drives, which instead of the old traditional hard drive that would spin up and these, these move much faster. There's just instantaneous. Wow. Technology affects everything. It's even affecting how we've been doing business here through the pandemic. Um, Amber, you know, we're, we're on zoom here today and y'all have been doing your virtual meetings and all of that. Um, tell me about the, um, uh, you know, I see on your social media for the Rome chamber, the ribbon tying thing. Is that campaign continuing to go well as businesses slowly kind of, try to take one step forward. Sometimes we're taking another step back, but you know, I think we're trying to work through this together. Is that correct? That is. We have had a great response to the ribbing time. Uh, Sarah actually participated in one earlier this month and we are still getting requests in for them. So it's been great. We still, we're still pushing that. So if anybody is interested in having a ribbon time, we'd love to 
help you with that. You can call the chamber. We, um, we're just really, we're having fun with it. It's a great way to go to the business and kind of see what they're doing. Even if we're not inside it, they kind of tell us what they're, how they pivoted to open their business back up. So it's been a great experience for us just to kind of learn what they're doing and we can pass that, you know, knowledge on to others when we have questions about how are they, how can I make this work? And, but it's a great way for them to also at the same time, just get a little buzz out there that they're back open. So, cause we're sharing it on our Facebook page and we're putting it in our business brief. So it's a great way for them just to let the business community as well as or the entire community know that they are back open. Well, Sarah, as a as a business person who has participated in this ribbon tying, just tell me about what it meant to you and the impact of it. Yes, yeah, and and firstly, too, we also participated in the chamber's um, offer to share our commercial, and we really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. And I think our team really enjoyed putting that together. So that was um, a morale boost as well <clears throat> as letting people know that we were still here. And then we, we brought that when we came back to the office from working at home, we did the ribbon tying um, and we do, uh, we're still going to do the next step. What's great about the ribbon tying is you get multiple opportunities to share about your business, not just one single opportunity. So um, it was really easy to, they bring the sign down to you, hand you the ribbon, kind of explain it to you. Um, and then, you know, it was made it really simple and, and able to accomplish it with the social distancing in place, too. So that was really, really neat. And then, of course, we get the yard sign where others in the community that drive by can see that we're back open and that we're here to assist them. So that was also another positive of it. Well, you mentioned, uh, you know, having to work from home and now being back in the office. Uh, just tell me about the pandemic's impact on your business. You're you're doing background checks. I mean, do you is that mostly phone and email and digital anyway, or are you? So how handcuffed were you through the pandemic, or you know, do you on face to face and close proximity to others? How how was your business impacted? Yeah, well, thankfully, because we are very much um, already based digitally we do a lot of work on the phone do a lot of work via the internet that made it very easy for us to transition into a work from home situation the one thing that we have to be careful about is always making sure we protect the security of the information that we're handling and so we had taken prior steps um, before even thinking about the pandemic just thinking about like if a natural disaster were to happen we use those type of settings to then transition into a work from home where we had all the protections in place for the personal identifying information. We do a lot of training with our employees for security. So we were able to, you know, transition home pretty well. Um, I will say that, of course, you know, it was very different not being in a team environment as much because we really thrive on kind of that team atmosphere that was a big adjustment I think but we're we're doing you know we're able to do quite well with that Um, it presented some challenges within our industry of being able to complete some of the searches but we've worked through a lot of that well I also wanted to ask you because of the economic shutdown unemployment skyrocketed and and it's slowly starting to come back down because the economy was thriving prior to the pandemic I mean, are businesses needing your service right now to fill holes or is the are the numbers so skewed across the economy and the country that uh, your business is actually off now? Yeah, so we did have quite a bit of an impact with the, um, you know, the kind of cease of hiring 
And several of the industries that we work with were greatly affected by the pandemic, like business aviation, the aviation industry in general, um, and then just kind of across the board, a lot of industries were impacted. We do work with quite a bit of healthcare, though, and so that has helped to kind of boost our business um, in one area, whereas, you know, the other areas may be somewhat suffering. We are starting to see them come back now, though, and we're very, you know, thankful for that. Um, we do a lot of work with students as well, doing clinical background checks for when they're going to do their clinicals. Um, and so right now we're experiencing, you know, an increase due to the students' um, background checks. And we seems like a lot of the nursing programs and healthcare programs are trying to increase their numbers, probably to keep up with the demand for, you know, respiratory therapy and other things that are being, you know, generated by the pandemic. Rocky, how about you? Uh, what is your business like pre-pandemic versus during the pandemic? How were you guys impacted at uh, JBM? Well, actually, from a from a service standpoint, not a lot changed for us. It, it did slow down a little bit because you know some people didn't want people coming in their offices. Uh, our service techs have been wearing masks. Uh, they keep everything clean, wiped down. Uh, as they come in, we try to be very respectful of that for our customers. Um, now, from a sales point of view, it, it got a little odd. Uh, I'm a very in-person. Uh, over 15 years, I've learned techniques. Or you can tell me what you need on the phone, but much like um, everybody in our profession, if I'm in your office and you say, hey, come in and talk to me about things, there may be things that I see that you didn't even think to ask about. Um uh, if I'm walking through a machine, I can see an old, an old printer that's over there that somebody's using on their desk that that person didn't think that, that machine every time that person hits print maybe cost them a quarter of print. Uh-huh. And um, in the, in, in the, that's something I can bring into a conversation when I walk through an office to see that that person didn't even anticipate adding into the equation of, you know, how much money can I save? Uh, where when we were doing it via the phone, I just have to really go on, you know, what information you can give me from your experience and what you're seeing there, Um, which is okay. I mean, uh, you know, we all have to do what we have to do, but that was, that, that became a little bit more of a challenge for me to be able to listen. Now on that basis, we probably, we've really excelled. Uh, We beat uh, a lot of our competitors in quota and everything like that as far as because we didn't really slow down people needed our machines they needed those things to communicate with with their customers uh and they need them up and running because that's the only way they could talk to their customers you need that digital you need that digital footprint to be able to communicate with them when you can't see them face to face give me some examples of some of your machines like some of your products that you would say hey if you're going to be a 21st century business you need this in your office well, our Conic and Minolta machine, the i-series, uh, let's just say like the i-300 is really popular. Uh, scan, print, copy, fax. Uh, you can fold. You can tri-fold. Um, you can do whatever you want to, you know, based on the options you pick with that machine. Uh, the, even the chamber uses one of our machines. Uh, as far as it, it's essential for them to be able to get those things out and get them into the hands of their customers. Um, you know, excellent color quality. Uh, most of uh, my real estate agents, uh, we we now take care of Hardy Realty. They you know they use those particular things to get in the hands of the customers at excellent quality levels. Uh, but 
you know, being able to look down at your hands and see that in a time you can't talk or you can't communicate, that's the advertisement you need right now. Well, thanks you, thank you for mentioning Hardy. They are our studio sponsor here at Rome Business Radio. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, it's all about the cross-sponsorships. Um, Amber, let's take a step back here, kind of big picture. Um, we, I guess we are in, we've crossed the four-month mark in the pandemic. Uh, middle of March, I guess, was when the world just started absolutely shutting down. Um, sports and everything, and now sports is starting to trickle back. Has, has the Rome Floyd Chamber community... Have we adjusted to a new normal? Have we are we figuring our way through this, Amber? Kind of big picture analysis here. I think we've seen so many of our businesses really just change their structure on how they do things. I mean, I think we mentioned before on the podcast is we're just right beside Doug's Deli right across the street. They opened up a drive through and it is just busy nonstop. So we've seen a lot of our businesses, whether it's working from home or being in the office, they've really been able to change how they work, but do the same amount of work. Or, you know, there might be some changes in it, but they're really finding the groove with it. And I think it's just something that, you know, it took a little bit to figure out the kinks. And a lot of people are starting to see that they can they can do more online sales. They can, you know, adjust their business to be successful during this. Hey, you mentioned Doug's Deli. They were on the podcast several weeks ago, and they had yeah. been they'd been talking about a drive through for a long time, and then just implemented it because they had to. <laughs> and so they they really didn't see a hit in sales because the drive through and they're definitely going to keep the drive through open. They said because it's been so helpful for there's them. There's a line. <laughs> yeah. Some days there's a line to get in it, but. We just love to see businesses like Doug's, like many of our members and even non-members that have just excelled during this. And they've just really got have gotten so creative with what they do. So it's it's fun to watch to see what they come up with next. Well, and you guys have been creative too. Uh, Sarah touched on this earlier, not only with your like your triage page and how the chamber has adapt, adapted to kind of create connectivity. So, you know, with people seeking the government loans and things like that. Y'all have been this kind of this crossroads of trying to assist, which of course is the role of the chamber. But you, you even had to ask people to submit commercials, you know, create their own little videos with their telephones or their iPads or whatever. Uh, Sarah, so, so people, if people want to go see some of these commercials, they can go back through your social media and see them. Um, so that was, a, there was a great response to that, I guess. Hi, Amber. That one was so much fun. We just, we sent out a challenge to, all our members and said, send us a video. And we had only thing that we had like really a limit on it was time just for, you know, some social media purposes. But other than that, they just got to have fun with it. We had some that were, you know, like professionally shot commercials. And then you had some that was just somebody with their iPhone, but it was so much fun to see the different ways they did it and really show their creativity. Uh, One that stands out to me is the stitcheries. Uh, video that they did every that one was everybody loved it they were just cracking up at stephanie as she just threw threw a box into a car showing that they did curbside service so there were just so many things that were fun about it and it was a great way to really show off some of our businesses especially in a time when that was back when all this first started it was during the take shelter and all of those things. So it was just a great way for us to kind of promote 
what services they could provide, even though most places were closed. Yeah, I remember seeing that one. I think they added some like dramatic music or something. Was it Mission Impossible? Maybe, uh, maybe, that, was, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe that may be from another one I saw. Sarah, you had mentioned that y'all had fun doing it. What did you do in your in your quote unquote commercial or video? Yeah. Um, so in our commercial, we really kind of took, I guess we kind of took more of a serious approach, but um, you know, we really enjoyed getting our team together via zoom and like, you know, we, we saw who wanted to participate. Um, and one of our team members, he put together like a really great kind of analogy um, of talking about instead of the professionalism, service and integrity, we talked about perseverance stability and ingenuity and you know it was really neat to see his approach on that and that that's really what we were doing during that time and kind of coming together and pulling together as a team but not only as a team but as a community so it was really inspiring to me Um, and then I really enjoyed watching the other commercials and the different kind of approaches that everyone took so that that was really neat too to see the other businesses approach to it because we definitely kind of watched some of those kind of figure out what direction we wanted to go in. Rocky, did you guys do one? Unfortunately, no, I did not have time to do one. I, I do say one of my favorites, I do remember I really enjoyed Doug's Deli where they actually ran around the building uh, in real time. And, you know, shot made the way that shot, it, it was really interesting, but it shows, you know, Doug's level of service too. <laughs> Well, Rocky, you could have done one. Just your your name being Rocky, you could have done a Rocky pun where, you know, it's not how many times you get knocked down. It's how you get back up. Uh, you could have done a, a spoof. I guess not. <laughs> I'll pass on that one right now. I'm sure people have probably imagined that one on their own. <laughs> is Rocky a given name? Where did you get the name Rocky? It is. Uh, it was It was passed out to me. I'm actually a junior. Okay, I'm a junior too, but my my yeah, name is Roger, so it's not as cool. Uh, originally, I, from my understanding, it was a boxer, but it was uh, Rocky Marciano. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Georgian, yeah, because <laughs> he was like, you know, fifty and zero or something, fifty two and zero. He never lost. Yeah, uh, I think, and I think I'm digressing into movie trivia here, but I think the Rocky Balboa, the fictional fighter from the movies, was named after Rocky Marciano. The character was named after him as well. So, anyway. Movie trivia for you. Sarah, let's get some contact information uh, for you guys. If people, what's your website or social media? Uh, how can people reach out to you to, to do business there with PSI? Yeah, um, so our website is psibackgroundcheck.com. Um, and you can also find us on LinkedIn and Twitter um, under a PSI background screening. And also on our social media, we're often sharing tips not only for background screening, but also for remote hiring is something we've been helping to share information on for our clients that are, you know, facing a new normal in onboarding people today. Um, And for others that would like to, you know, enjoy that newsletter and find out more about who we are and, you know, the services we offer. Well, in addition to uh, just a little sidebar here, in addition to your social media, um, I mean, what kind of marketing do you guys do or is your business just kind of based on word of mouth and networking? Um, We've been fortunate to grow quite a bit over the years with word of mouth, but we have recently started focusing on our marketing. Um, We do a lot of digital marketing with our search engine optimization, um, our blog writing, our our, um, 
social media and that type thing. And Stephanie Cook in our office, she heads that up and she's been, you know, looking for other avenues as well and kind of researching during this pandemic about what is the kind of newest way to approach the marketing and to get the word out there. Um, But we work with companies not only here in the local area, but all over the world. We actually have clients that are based outside the U.S., Um, And so we have to kind of do not just a local reach, but a broader reach. Um, So we do everything from, you know, associating with the chamber here um, and in our local areas to, you know, the broader reach over the Internet and, you know, the digital marketing aspect. Well, Rocky, you also mentioned that you've done some, you do some local marketing and local radio. In fact, I think you're a kind of a celebrity, right? Everybody knows who you are when you walk in a room now. You were telling me before we started. Is that correct? <laughs> At least my girls think so. Um, so yeah, I guess you can you can say so to uh, to some degree. <laughs> so what do you do? You you do some radio. What else do you do for marketing there in Rome? Well, a lot of mine is face to face. Obviously, uh, I'm involved in the chamber a lot. Uh, we show up to a lot of those events, and we support businesses, and we do local. I don't really. Uh, we don't deal, really deal out of uh, this area. Northwest Georgia is pretty much the area we concentrate in. Uh, I would rather do something really well than, you know, be spread too thin. Yep. Uh, so we're, we're known for some of the fastest response time in our industry. Um, I, I like to find it easy that when you, when you pick up and give us a call, you never get a voicemail or a call. You actually get someone pick up and say, hey, you know, how can I help you? A real so, person? What? A real person. I mean, and, and and from this, you know, and from the area that you live in, <laughs> right? Yeah, that you might so, run it. You might run into it, Doug's Deli, one day. You know, you know, because you're actually there. Yes, absolutely. Um, so go, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. I was just going to ask what's what's your contact information? You know, a website, social media, phone number, or walk in the door. What's the best way to do business with you? Sure, we're available. People can find us on Facebook uh, under uh, JBM Rome. There you can also find our website at www.jbmga.com, and that's www.jbmga.com. Uh, you can also email me at rshaw at jbmga.com. Gotcha. Uh, Amber, uh, anything new with the, the chamber? Or are we just still doing our ribbon tying and, and trudging through the pandemic here, doing the best we can to help everybody connect and do their business? Yes, we are still offering ribbon ties. We've actually opened up and started to do ribbon cuttings following all the CDC guidelines, which is great because we've had a lot of businesses open up during this time or move. Just some great things going on with those. We actually have one today, which people listening won't be able to attend, but they can look at the pictures later on. We're celebrating Pelican Snowball today in West Rome. They've been a great hit. So, but just keep checking into our website. We're always offering something that you can learn from and we just want to help connect. So even when we can't socially be together, we can still connect. And remind people there what the website is. RomeGA.com. And you guys are very active on social. And um, so if you're, if you're listening to the podcast locally, great. If you're listening to the podcast because we are on the World Wide Web, um, Rome, Georgia is a great place to do business. So, um, 
so friendly people and and uh, great community and um so please consider rome and uh, floyd county to to come maybe start up your business and uh, we'd love to have you um okay i guess that'll wrap it up for amber west i'm roger manis we'd like to say thank you to sarah long of psi and rocky shaw of uh, jbm thank you guys so much for joining us you've been listening to the rome floyd chamber small business spotlight coming to you from the hardy realty studios And we work in partnership with the Rome News Tribune. Thanks for listening.